Wow, great timing in that correction, LOL. What correction? What correction? Oh, oh, I, oh, I interrupted you. Interrupted I know. Me. I know when he's going to go off on a freaking tangent. So I was loading. Just like with your dog. You I was to cut the shit. I was loading. I stopped the behavior. Yeah, look, Sue, Jeff is loading. Good example for learning what to watch for. <laughs> <laughs> Remy, Jeff was loading and corrected. I didn't realize I did it. It's just second nature. Cut the shit. I felt the energy escalate. It's second nature to shut. Tell me to shut up. That's for sure. It, it is. It's like God. I, you guys knew you were gonna. I was like, he like took a breath of air. It's like, I'm like, it's like I haven't argued with Jeff yet today. What can I do to just be mean to him? Let me. I'm gonna set Jeff up just so I can fucking yell at him. Yeah, I set you up. I read a question. No, I'm not. Set yourself. No, I'm not saying no. Not on the show night, but any other time. You often do that. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. <laughs> good evening, everybody. How are you? Hey, Joel. How are you? I'm wonderful. That's good. It's actually warmed up a little bit out there today. Hey, everybody. How are you guys doing? This is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training and the wonderful uh, Joel. And this is the What Would Jeff Do show. What Would Jeff Do show is uh, pretty much, a not pretty much, it is a Q&A show. And we do it every, at least once a week. Not at least once a week. We do it once <laughs> a week. Eventually, though, we're going to be doing it uh, more than once a week, but not for quarter two. So that means January, February, March. Starting in April at some point, we're going to start a bunch of new podcasts. At least I will be. Yeah, we're, we're not doing this podcast. We're going to do new podcasts. Yeah, right? different podcasts. different. Yeah, more in your face. We're going to be doing a podcast. Am I going to be, be a part of that? Club? It's up to you. I mean, I want to do a podcast on Patreon. I want to do a podcast on Patreon. But then again, I'm thinking about it. It's like, why don't I just like build up the Zoom room? Right. I'll just probably just do that. But for so many people are buying our courses now. You can also, with our new um, website, there's mm. a lot of cool stuff. You can yeah. host like live classes and yeah. stuff in there too. So we're, with first of all, let's, let's plug the courses. <sighs> let's plug the courses because... Even if you don't buy the course, join the academy. Join the academy. Become part of our academy. But you're probably going to want to buy buy the course. We've got a pre-sale on our resource guarding uh, um, video that's coming out. That's um, it's going to be out of this world. In fact, tomorrow we go to somebody's house and we videotape an extreme um, biting dog. And then on Monday, we go to someone else's house to also videotape a dog that guards rooms. Like, literally, you can't walk into the room without being attacked. And on that note, if you guys have already purchased through the pre-sale for the resource guarding guide and you have a dangerous dog or potentially dangerous dog, today I actually just released a muzzle conditioning video, which you do have access to. Mm -hmm. Under the pre-sale, so okay. some of the videos are still locked. Oh, really? I want people if they need a muscle oh. condition to get a head start on so it. So, um, if you buy the academy, that one has been released. It's been released. So yeah, so if you go to the academy, we've got some great. We've got a, a video called Greener Graduate up there. We've got one on Mastering the Walk. If you buy the Green Graduate, the Mastering the Walk is included in it. Um, but this resource guarding one is going to be um, correctional based and just just educational based, and we're going to start putting out a lot of videos that are how to stop unwanted behaviors 
Um, nobody shows corrections online. We are going to. We actually show correcting dogs to stop unwanted behaviors. And on that note, that is the only way you can stop an unwanted behavior. We use a, a reward-based system to train. That's how we train obedience. That's how we train anything we want the dog to do. We use a reward-based system. But to stop an unwanted behavior, to stop unwanted behavior, jumping, barking, uh, shadow chasing, um, biting, obviously, um, you have to learn how to apply a punisher. You can call it a correction, call it a punisher. It is not abuse. There's a big difference between getting, giving your child a quick spank on the butt and literally breaking the ribs. There's a humongous difference. And if you're stupid enough to not know the difference, well, then you're just stupid. And I will call you stupid. I have no problem at all. Because if you do not know the difference, then that is sad. It's extremely sad because dogs right now are literally controlling houses. They are destroying families. They are destroying relationships. And they're ending up dead. And they are limiting the lives of humans. We have got clients who literally cannot walk by their dog that's lying on the ground without getting attacked. You cannot walk into a room when your dog is eating. You cannot leave the house because your dog has massive separation anxiety. There always has to be somebody at the house or you have to take your dog somewhere. So enough is enough. I'm totally fucking sick and tired of it. We are going balls to the walls all out. 2022, we are going to rock your fucking world like you have Aww, never I seen before. Say, rock your socks off. We're going to rock your fucking socks off. So let's go. Okay. Bear with me, guys. My eyes have been looking at a screen all day. Sid, hi, JJ. Good to be catching you live again. Hope all is well with you guys. Thank you for all you do. I really look forward to listening and learning from everyone. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hi, Sid. Sid, it's great to have you. That's Sid C-Y-D. The Noble Dogs. How to know when to use a bonker versus just use prong and food? Well, food you don't use to correct. So you use food yeah. to train an obedience command. Prong you can use to teach obedience, but also to correct. A bonker is an extreme way, extreme not being a negative word, but to teach the word no. Every dog should learn the word no, and the word no should have meaning. So depends on what you have to give me context. What are you trying to do? Are you trying to teach your dog a downstay? Food and leash pressure or food only. But dogs, all dogs should learn leash pressure. It's really, really, really important that you do that. Did you take a shower, Angelo? Mm -hmm. Wash your hair? Mm -hmm. Okay, go ahead and read. Laura says hi. Um, so that's, those are all different tools. It's more about the, the biggest question is, the biggest, hey, Laura, how are you? The bigger question is, when do you reward your dog and when do you correct your dog? That's the bigger question. Not what tools you use. It's like, what's the philosophy? You yeah. reward your dog when you're trying to teach it something or reinforce something you want. And you correct your dog when you're trying to eliminate something you don't want. These are, these are such fucking simple concepts. And everybody is trying to talk all fancy, all big, sound smart, when it's so fucking simple to do. Use common sense. Literally use common sense. And everybody is finally figuring it out. They are. Every day I get calls. We tried this and it didn't work. And we realized that we were actually making it worse. I know you did. If you reward an unwanted behavior, you will get more of the unwanted behavior. Therefore, it becomes worse. It's common 
fucking sense. Next. Wow, we're six minutes into the show and you are heating up. No, I'm not. Because, Get your popcorn ready. No, because it is so ridiculous the amount of trainers out there that literally are a bunch of fucking shysters and they're lying. They're outright blatantly lying to clients. If you don't have the skill set, just say, I don't have the skill set. Hey, Jeff, can you teach me bite work? I don't have the skill set. Jeff, can you teach me agility? I don't have the skill set. Jeff, can you teach me tasks for my dog because I want it to be a service dog? I don't have the skill set. Stay in your fucking lane and fucking get great at it. Next. Cactus B Crafts. Hi, my dog bit my husband this morning because he was trying to pull her out to discipline her. He didn't scream or was angry, but she's fearful in general. She was nonstop barking. So what I would do is that's what's the great thing about remote collars or a bark collar. Um, but also that's what's great thing about a leash. So slip lead on the dog, leash on the dog. The act of you grabbing the dog's collar is, is the easiest way to get bit. The easiest way to get bit. Hand on the collar, head turns, you get bit. Happens all the time. That's why we love our remote collars. We can calmly say no, and then we can give the dog a consequence. We can whisper or we can scream with the remote collar. Next. Um, James, I have a 12-week-old lab. When can I start prong an e-collar? Well, right now you should be doing a ton of food training. So ton of food training, a ton of reps. So let's focus on the training philosophy, not on the tools. You can start, though, in a couple of weeks right now, but you want to layer it over the existing work you're doing. So you still want to understand the, the concept behind obedience training. That's what's really, really important. That's how you're going to get your dog under voice control. And in the video we show, Green Graduate, we show literally start to finish. We took a dog in less than two weeks. It did not even know its name. And it became an off-leash trained dog in two weeks. And it was literally running in the woods. And it has great recall. Great fucking recall. Literally the dog turned on a dime where it almost skidded. He did. He took you out at one point. But no, I mean, he skidded. Oh, if, he's, yeah. if he's heading away from you and you said, Tucker here, he turned so damn quick, his back end still kept going the other way. Mm -hmm. Next. Um, Cactus B Crafts, how should we discipline her in the future for that? You think you already answered I answered that, that with, remote, with a remote cover. And it's not a, it's not about the discipline. Well, discipline, you can use the word discipline, but it's correcting. Say no, correct. The easiest thing to do is to stop a dog from barking. It's the simplest thing to do. Next. Uh, noble dogs for clients who do not feel comfortable using a long line. Can you off leash train a dog by just doing e collar heel? No, that doesn't make sense. That's only one command. That's only one command. Why would you not be comfortable using a long line? Why would you not want to put a a leash on your dog that's off leash while you're training it to listen off leash? It's the best safety protocol there is. Next. And a e-collar. I'm in the conditioning phase. He works on five in the house. He doesn't listen at all outside in the backyard. I tried a seven, but he is too distracted to recall. What level should I try in the yard? The level that works. I don't know your dog. I don't know your skill set. And I don't know you. Don't be afraid to find the number. Keep in mind, there's something called distractions. Yep. Distractions. Five. You might be at 25. That's the whole point of the e-collar having levels is because it breaks through the distraction. Seven doesn't mean You're shit to a dog outside. So go up higher. Let the dog tell you. The dog will always tell you what the right level is. Next. 
And Anna, depending on how you're conditioning it, I don't know if you're following our videos or not, but we do have like a whole sequence for that. And we walk you through it step-by-step step in our green to graduate series. So mm -hmm. it might be something you want to check out because we teach you how to proof dogs right. and distractions and, and, in the e-collar. And the only reason why we're mentioning these courses is because we put so much work into them. It's going to save you so much time and money. Well, there's a lot of nuance with the remote. It's there's like, tons. I can sit here and say like one thing, but there's like 20 different things. It's, it's, a, the, the it's so many things. All. There's so many things. There's so many troubleshooting things you need to do. Like, are you training on continuous? Do you know how to roll up slowly? Like there's just so many nuances. Right. So. Next. Uh, Kristen, we'll look at courses. I have a nine week old shepherd mix. Need to know how old to start place and heal. Do you have a puppy course? You, you can start it today. You can start it today. You can start, you can start it today. Place is easy to start and it's all It's all food based protocols. Like nine it, weeks, yeah. everything you do right now is training the way you interact with your dog, what you don't do, what you do, do what you train, what you don't train, what you let your dog get away with. It's all training. So everything is food. Use the dog's daily kibble. If you're feeding kibble just to train, put it in a pouch. That's how the dog eats. The dog doesn't need to eat out of a bowl. It eats through training. You're going to be doing hundreds of reps a day of all different commands. Next. Um, Mia, my nine month old kind of Corso American bully cross pulls really bad on the lead, especially when she sees other dogs and people mm -hmm. She barks and lunges out of excitement, yep. not aggression, but believe this is because she hasn't been socialized properly during COVID. She currently wears a half checkered collar, a half checkered collar on walks. What is that? I don't know, but, but it just seems to choke herself out right. and carry the behavior. Right. Would you recommend a prong collar at this age? Of course. Think? Only hesitant because of her age. How old is she? She's nine months. Nine months. Yeah, she can definitely. You're six months too late. Yeah, I mean, what? What? Your dog is harming itself and harming you. Do you, do you realize how much harm that is happening to your dog as it chokes itself out? Do you, do you realize how much tracheal damage your, your 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 dog is delivering to itself? A prong collar does not hurt dogs. It just doesn't. Anybody that says that it does is giving you false information. 20 years, 10,000 dogs, I have yet to see a dog harmed through training. And I've had to correct dogs extremely harshly for trying to bite. And, and also, it's got nothing to do with lack of socialization. Nothing to do with lack of socialization. The reason why your dog acts like a total jerk on the leash on the walk is because it has not been told that's inappropriate behavior. It's as simple as that. It's not COVID. Okay. It's not socialization. Put it this way. The biggest leash reactive dog that I ever worked with was a 90 pound dog that went to doggy daycare every single day. That dog is extremely well socialized. It's not a socialization issue. It's a training issue. You have not taught the dog how not to be leash reactive. And it's simple enough to do. Next. Um, Larry said, hi, Jeff and Joel. Hey, Larry. Hey, Larry. Cactus Beecrafts, I've been doing reps of just laying there with my busy Aussies. They both sniff the ground aggressively or try to scoot on the floor without standing up. How do I correct, please? You can bonk them. No bonk. You can leash pop them. No leash pop. Next. Raquel, listening and enjoying a pleasant walk with my dog and off-leash fetch. Nice. Awesome. See, that's another thing. Is like fetch is wonderful. 
I mean, this is the thing. It's like, if you have not yet experienced an off-leash lifestyle with your dog, you have no idea what you're missing. No idea what you're missing. It's almost wonderful. My dogs are 99% off-leash. Yep. They go with me everywhere. They go with me everywhere. The only time I put them on a leash is if I was walking through a city center where it would be actually unethical not to leash them. Next. Um, Raquel, I already read that. Laura, a neighbor has dangerous dog. He attacks without warning. Is there anything I can do to protect me and my family and dogs? The authorities are taking their ever-loving time to do something about this. There has already been people injured. Yes, by a gun. <clears throat> and I'm not joking. By a gun. Or bear spray. You know, protect your family. If I live next to a dangerous dog that was trying to harm anybody, including my dogs, in in my family on my property, sorry. If someone's gonna get hurt, it's not gonna be my dogs. Oh my God, Jeff recommends killing dogs. I'm like, no, I recommend keeping your family safe. Next. Um, Kathy B said, hey everyone. Hey everyone. Hi Kathy. Why did you say, hey everyone? Because Kathy B's got a house full of dogs. Oh. So this is a well welcome to Kathy B and a whole house full of dogs. Laura said, hey Jeff and Joelle, always rocking the social media. <laughs> That reel today was funny. Not gonna lie. Jo Joelle is rocking the social media. <laughs> I just do what she tells Jeff, me. Jeff, I'm do. like, make sure when you're on the scooter, you do the leg kick. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> so if I did it wrong, I would have had <laughs> shit thrown at me. Next, Kristen. Yes, common sense. Thank you. Yes, it is common sense. Stop. Stop not using common sense, everybody. Next. Shay Lioness, ooh, good afternoon, struggling with basics. While training our dog, he wants food to get food, even if using kibble. Huh? <laughs> what the fuck's he going on with that dog? He wants food to get food. Okay. Doesn't well, register as a reward. Any tips to change that mindset for him? Keep Stick to your guns and do food reps. You can also correct your dog for being a pain in the ass. I'm not quite sure what that looks like, though. Hmm, yeah. Next. The noble dogs, would you use a bonker at the first session for leash activity? Absolutely. Do you always master the heel before using a bonker? No. So sometimes you can't master the heel not without without the bonker. Like like leash reactivity and heel is not related. Yeah, they're two separate things. Anybody that says leash reactivity and heel teach a better heel. Is, is is the same thing, and you should teach a better heel and you won't have leash reactivity. Frankly, you have no idea about leash reactivity. None. Zero. Absolutely none. You can have a dog that has the best leash reactivity, the best heel in the world. That's got nothing to do with leash reactivity. The dog does not need to learn a better heel. The dog needs to learn to not be leash reactive. You can also have a dog that's leash reactive that doesn't fucking know heel. You literally can have a dog that's just leash reactive that doesn't know heel. And you can have a dog that knows incredible heel that is leash reactive. They are not connected. Next. Um, I keep losing my spot because I can't see. Uh, the noble dogs, how do you know when to warrant a pre-walk bonk? Um, when the dog walks out, of, when, when you're dealing with a leash reactive dog, it has a history of being leash reactive, and you walk out of the house and the dog's already scanning, looking for looking for dogs or, or, or people or environmentals to be reactive on, you start to walk off on a note of saying, why are you not focused on me? So you can use the bonk, you can do a quick 180, you can do a heel tap. There's a lot of different things you can do. Next. Cavalry, my one-year-old Aussie whines when she's in the crate, only when I'm not there. She naps in it, sleeps at night, and is fine. 
I feed her in there and correct with the e-collar when she whines. Anything else I can do to correct the yep, whining? Yep, that's You've got a dog that has separation anxiety. Most bark collars don't quite pick up whining. What you can do is though you can try a bark collar, though. It's very, very sensitive. Next. Lisa, bonker really works. My pup was growling at my son-in-law every time he spoke from the other end of the house. Yep. Now all I have to do is look at him, and he stops most of the time. If he doesn't, I pick up a washcloth, and he stops. What I want you to do instead, Lisa, is... No and bonk. Don't look at the dog. No and bonk. Because it sounds like it's keep happening, so you have not eliminated it yet. So no and bonk. So don't even... Follow through. Follow through 100% of the time. Next. Um, Sid, a client I have, previous trainer, told them to tap the dog on the nose for correction. I thought if that worked, we wouldn't be working together. Oh, well. I mean, I'm not against that at all, but that's a great way to get bit. Next. Lisa, and no, I'm not bonking my son-in-law. Why not? Well, if you're in the UK, you shouldn't because that'll piss off your daughter. Why would she bonk her son-in-law? Because the son-in-law is the one that... No, the dog growls the son-in-law. Yeah. Right. Why would you bonk your son-in-law? Son-in-law is doing nothing wrong. Next. David Smith. Hey, guys. Glad to catch you. Thanks, David. Hi, David. You could have caught us in Phoenix five times. Oh, jeez. Here we go. Um, Desorb. Desorba. My GSD is crate trained. Should I leave the door ajar in in the crate at night in case of a home intrusion? I always keep it latched. Do you have an, do you have an alarm system? Outdoor lighting? Do you have locks on your do door? And chances are your dog won't do anything to the bad guy. It just won't. Your average, everybody thinks they've got a dog that'll protect the house. Your dog can bark from the crate. Your dog can bark from the crate. Next. Um, Melissa, typing with a bite on my finger, stuck my hand down to my dog that had gotten a dirty Kleenex. Have joined the Academy and pre-ordered the resource guarding videos, which I'm excited to use and hope I can do it. Was just wondering if the out command would be forever used at, or if at some point you could just reach down and take something out of a dog's mouth. Why would you want to take something out of the dog's mouth when you say out and they spit it out? Or, or even better, why would you want to just keep the dog from taking things he's not supposed to? So there's different layers. There's different layers. So you can prevent it, but like you don't need to take things, you don't need to manually take things out of your dog's mouth. You teach it to two things, either spit it out on command or don't pick it up in the first place. Next. That makes me literally just think about this course. And like, do we do dogs that go into the trash? Do we show how we stop that? We have a video on it. Did your dog take the Kleenex out of the trash? How did it get the Kleenex? That's probably out of the probably out of the, the the bathroom trash. Yeah. Yeah. Laundry basket. That's how they get Do socks. We that in resource I don't see why not. What do you guys think? Okay. Um Linda, can a two and a half year old dog in Airedale that has been given up for aggressive behavior and has now killed chickens be rehabilitated by using an e-collar? Absolutely. If stopping him from killing chickens, would the prey drive be just directed onto some other small animal? No, you can stop can prey drive. I want prey drive. I love prey drive. I love driving dogs. There's a big difference between prey drive and killing of animals. And you also have a lot of dogs that don't have a lot of prey drive that still kill animals. So you can keep your dog from killing animals and it can still have prey drive. Next. Uh, James, do you have any referrals for trainers in Georgia? No. I live an hour south of nope, Atlanta. I don't. Mia. Thank you so much. She's really obedient in the house, yet doesn't listen at all outside the house. Right, because they're called distractions. Yeah. So you have to do this. 
First, you do baseline training, which it sounds like you do. And now you move it outside and you start proofing it outside. And then you've got to do distractions. Then you've got to start doing distractions as well. Next. Um, Anna, my dog also has issues dropping the ball when trying to play fetch. She sometimes growls. What is the best way to teach a reliable drop it? He will only drop if I present a treat. Right. So you, you know what you're doing, Anna, just to let you know? You are training. Like Anna needs our guide too. Anna, you are training your dog to not drop the ball. Yeah. I just want you to know that. But let's walk through this. I'm not going to drop a ball. And for me not dropping the ball, I get a treat. You literally are training your dog. So trainers suggest exactly that. It's called trading up. Give them something higher value than they already have in your mouth. You're literally rewarding your dog for not dropping the ball. So if my dog did an action that I wanted more of, guess what I would do? I would reward them. So if I said down and you lie down, I'd give them a reward. Your dog is not dropping the ball. It gets a reward. Now it does drop the ball. I get it. But you're actually training and reinforcing don't drop the ball. So what you're going to do is train a reliable out. I've got free videos on YouTube and the latest course on resource guarding also teaches that. Next. Um, where am I? Lunelli, my 11-month Aussie, jumps up and tries to get away from cars. We live in a remote area, so cars hardly pass by. It's difficult to walk him and try to get him to focus on me rather than the cars. So you need him to focus on you. First step is get the dog to stop jumping on car, jumping up when you see cars. So what you need to do is get yourself a prong collar, okay? Go hunt down cars. When it goes to jump up, you give you say no, and you give a very firm downward pop. You make it uncomfortable to go nuts when it sees cars. So discomfort stops unwanted behaviors. So this whole slogan of don't train with pain, we have to put that into context. We have to put that into context. So if I had a dog that was thinking about biting one of my kids, there'd be a huge amount of discomfort put on that dog. It would be with a remote collar. It'd be with a split second. It would be preceded with the word no. What should I do? Ignore it. That means yes. Reward it. That reinforces it. The only way to do is to stop it. Next. Shay Lina said to paint a picture for Jeff for the above question. Kibble in hand, dog gets excited, butt wiggles, and hyper-focused on the food. Still doesn't respond to the command. No food equals he gives zero fucks. Okay, so that's thank you for explaining that. You, you Your dog does, is not proficient in the command. Mm -hmm. So remember, food is a reward. We don't do lure, lure training. I'm not against luring at all. But get a leash on the dog and train the obedience command and the food should not be in your hands at all the food is an afterthought the food is an afterthought next that's why you don't wear your tree pouch on the front you wear it behind right next um david smith still in the doghouse damn it been less been in less trouble with ex-girlfriends i'm like how you said the word ex see the difference between me and your ex-girlfriends is i'm probably better looking and i still allow you on the show next It's gonna take you a long time, David. Sean, my American bully, when placed 
leaps to the door when people come home or not? When would be the best time to bonk? When he looks at the door placed? So intent, intent. So a great time to you always proceed with no. Any punisher is no. So knowing that your dog has an unwanted behavior, all right? Knowing that your dog, and you set it up, have somebody knock on the door. As soon as it looks like your dog is about to move, you say no and you bonk. Next. Um, Kristen, how long should focus puppy training sessions be? 10 minutes, 30 minutes, or better to be doing all throughout the day? Well, you can mix it up. So five minutes, 10 minutes, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, kennel the dog up in between so you don't have free roaming. So how much time do you have? And then how, how you know, with a puppy, puppies get tired really, really quickly as well. So you can do a bunch of 10-minute sessions if you want to. Next. TL, hi, guys. My one-year-old golden boxer is well-trained, but she likes sticks. Should I worry about her chewing on sticks? And how much bone is too much to ingest? Thanks. Okay, so bone, cooked bone is... Any amount of cooked bone is terrible to ingest. Um, as far as sticks, yes, your dog could eat, chew the stick, swallow the stick, and it could impale something. So there is a risk of that. But if your dog just fetches sticks or carries around sticks, there's really no danger at all. There's really no danger at all. Next. Unless they're dragging logs around like Wes. Mm -hmm. um, Melissa. Dog actually got the dirty Kleenex out of my coat pocket on the back of my chair. Okay, so what you do is just get a remote collar on the dog, put your put your dirty Kleenex in your pocket, put your jacket back on the chair, hide, wait for the dog to go over to your to your to your coat, and make it suck to take things out of your coat. That is how you stop an unwanted behavior. And anybody that's trying to come up with some reward-based program for for rewarding the dog for not stealing the Kleenex. Okay, that's wonderful. What happens when the dog does steal the Kleenex? I live in the real world, not a fantasy land. Next. Laura, sadly, the problem is not on my property. I live in an apartment. I take my dogs on walks and this guy does the same. Only he has no control over a large 70 pound dog. I'm afraid it will jump me when I'm just minding my own business as it has done with other people. So number one, just move out of the way, literally. I usually don't recommend doing this. Move out of the way. Cross the street. Cross the street. I see a dog at the end of the leash out of control. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but if the dog starts coming towards you, bear spray. Get yourself some bear spray. Spray it. Next. Um, Kristen, Jeff, come to Alaska. Do a jobcation. Would love a seminar. So I've been to Alaska before. In 2022, we're probably taking time off from seminars only because we're going to be doing so much videoing and, and Joel's going to be doing tons of editing of the courses. So we can get as many courses up as possible. Next. Laura, my Yorkie is a loud mouth. Barks continuously for any food. Help me. My no does not work. Because your no doesn't have value. No means yes if it doesn't work. No is an English word that has no value to the dog. You have to give the word no value. How do you give the word value? You make... You, you make whatever comes after no suck to the dog. Now it has value. So you say no and you bonk the dog. That's a great way to stop barking. Next. Um, Sydney, do you plan on making any courses on separation anxiety? Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. That should probably be our next one. Yeah, I actually have a free video on that right now, but I will be making a, a another one because there are so many variables to it. Next. 
David Smith. Joelle was less mad about Vegas. That one I did promise and fucked up. David, I'm like, I'm not mad. Like, if you want to not come to seminars, like. No, I'm not mad either, David. I was asleep over. Okay. I'm not, I'm not mad at all. I'm not mad that you're keto. I'm not mad that you don't come to seminars. I think I'm more mad that you're keto. <laughs> Next. <laughs> but we won't go there. Um, Laura. Also tried sound and vibrating collar since shock collar can't be used. She's only eight pounds. It can't be used. It can't be used. Hold on, it can't be used legally in where you live. We've trained eight pound dogs on e collar. You can put a shock. Then use a bonker. No bonk. Yeah, but don't sound. Sound doesn't mean shit. Sound sound is a marker that has to be that precedes a correction. Sound can mean anything. You can do sound and you, they can get a food reward afterwards. Mm -hmm. Sound is just a marker. And vibrate, a lot of dogs don't care about vibrate, including yours. But you can use a shock collar on an eight-pound dog. Next. Um, David Smith, I have a potential client with a dangerous GSD. Met the dog and he's a mess. Never even had a flat collar on. No structures, zero training. They still won't commit to getting on my schedule. Then you, it's called a non-client. It's called a non-client. Is it German Shepherd? Oh, there's more. Yeah, it's a German Shepherd. With payment, super frustrating. Dog will be killed. Thoughts on how to get them to commit? There's no thoughts. No. There's none. It's their dog. If they don't want, if they don't know that their fucking German Shepherd needs training, that's on them and it is not your problem. I'm not going to convince somebody that their dog needs training. If you don't want to be on board, I'm not going to work with you. I'm not going to convince you. If you don't fucking realize that your dog needs training, then that's on you. You can have a wonderful life with a trained dog. A wonderful life. Next. Lunelli, my dog, does a lot of micro disobedience. I'll have either a prong or a slip lead in the house, and she knows it's time to go out to potty, but she tries to run into the living room or when placing her in the crate, Tries to go into my room. I have a leash, so I redirect. But how do I stop that? You know, well, you you start doing crate drills, and you make them. You know, you, you have to do these. It's not it's not negotiable. So you do crate drills. So kennel up. So right now your dog's playing the keep away game. Why? Because it's fun. So you make it unfun, and then you train your dog what you want next. Yep, she's totally playing keep away. Angela, hi from Florida. I have four-year-old female German Shepherd. Does everything good except for she is still leash reactive, only with people walking or walking their dog. I use prong and e collar. So it doesn't. The tools won't matter as much as the philosophy. So what you need to do is you need to understand what loading is. You need to understand at the first sign of loading, that's when your correction comes in. You need to um, know that so the timing of the correction and the intensity of the correction is what you need to what you need to educate yourself on. Okay, next. Linda, our dog is 18 months old. How do we help him get over the sound of fireworks as he is so afraid of the noise? We try to distract him with playing and training. Don't just don't distract. Don't distract. What I would suggest you do is this. I would start looking up some hunting videos for dogs that go hunting for gunshots. Okay. I would, I would look up working dog videos on how to get dogs over their fear of loud noises. That's probably going to be your best resource. Next. 
Lynette said, watching from Pennsylvania. Nice, Pennsylvania. Hi, Pennsylvania. Kristen, how old do you recommend starting a puppy on e-collar? They can be 14 weeks old, but you're not using it to correct. This is the thing. It's like, I think most people don't realize that the remote collar can be used for so many different things. And it's just you're using the pressure on, pressure off, low level theory when it comes to puppy work. And you're layering that over your existing food training that you've been doing. And you're still using food. Next. Alicia, I have a Beagle Boston Terrier, eight months, about 14 pounds. Is the dog too small for a shot collar? No. I have young kids and the dog can get overly excited, nipping like crazy, chasing after them, stealing things that don't belong to him. Mm -hmm. sounds, like a, sounds like your dog is a jerk. <laughs> Eight month old dog, yeah. So it sounds like your dog is a jerk and it's only getting it worse because it's entering a super jerk stage. So if I had a dog that was chasing my kids and nipping them, that dog would learn in one session, literally one session. We're talking that dog would learn in less than 15 seconds that that behavior is totally unacceptable. That's how quick this stuff can stop. That is how quick it can stop. Why? How do you do it? The bottom line is this. You make the act of chasing and nipping your kids suck. That's, that's how you do it. I mean, this is common. It's, it's common sense what I mean by like, there's only so many choices. When it comes to training a dog, there's only so many choices. You can reward and get more or correct and get less. That's it. That's all you got. Which one do you want? Which one do you want? And, and everybody is making it so fucking complicated. Now, I'm giving really, really short answers here, okay? Most, most of these questions need like a longer answer so I can help you literally like explain everything thoroughly. We have a lot of videos that can help support us. We also offer one-on-ones with, um, you go to our website and underneath shop, you can actually buy a one-on-one. -on -one. I do so many around the world. We've made it really easy for people to buy them and schedule them and then I can work with you. Um, and, and it's and it's not snarky. It's very professional. Um, it's not like this, the podcast at all. You get serious Jeff and I actually will, will help you walk you through everything because a lot of these issues do need longer answers. Next. Um, Laura, so thank you guys. That makes sense. You're welcome, Laura. Kristen, uh, hey, so I have a newborn litter of husky puppies. Do you have any videos on how to begin training as a group of pups when they're a little older for potty training, leash walking, and crate training? Um, no, I don't. We don't have any, we don't have much puppy content out there, but there are probably some fantastic not probably there are absolutely some fantastic puppy training videos out there. There has to be many of them. Jump onto YouTube and away you go. Next. Adrian, for an eight pound dog, a face cloth would be a longer. LOL. Sure can. Alicia, uh, answer my question with the eight pound dog. LOL. Nice. Robert. Hi, Joe. Happy new year. The Joe, that's Joel. Joel. This is Jeff. Yep. Do you have any video with a fearful dog toward other dogs? That's. The, I think we might have a couple fearful ones on YouTube. The thing is with a fearful dog, there's so many variables. There's so, there's, there's literally hundred variables working with fearful, anxious, stressed dogs. There are so many variables, believe it or not, holding that dog accountable to the basic commands is a great way to get the dog over fear. 
doing confidence building exercise, great way to give the dog over fear. Believe it or not, correcting for non-compliance, correcting for running away, it's a great way. Oh my God, the dog is already afraid and you're correcting it? Yep, we sure are. Why? Because it works over and over and over again and it sticks. Next. Um, Robert also said, I started working with my Rottweiler with a prong collar and see a big difference quick. Good. Next. Calvary, my dog lays on her back, ears back every time a dog comes up to her. Does this mean she's afraid? No. Sounds submissive. Just submissive. That's better than attacking the dog. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about it. Next. TL, I know some dogs are problematic and stubborn and all cases are different, but I did affirm no, followed by a shock one time, once. From that point on, no has worked every time. Yep. Seems simple to me. Yep. Simple concepts. I cannot tell you how many dogs... We keep in mind, I've been doing this. This is not ego stuff, okay? But 20 years, 10,000 dogs, I traveled the world doing seminars. I cannot tell you how many times, how many times after one correction, one properly timed correction, a dog has permanently stopped a behavior. I know. This is so bizarre. I mean, the proof's in the fucking pudding, guys. I'm like, sorry. There's just so much you know, stupid it's stuff that gets said. Like, oh, it'll just, you know, it'll manifest later. You know, or... it's so funny. It's like, you know what? You know what? There's so many hate videos out there about out there on me. And so many people call me a social media dog trainer. It's like, no, I actually train dogs. Like, I've been doing this for 20 years. Like, I actually train dogs. Like, <laughs> you, don't, like you don't just make videos? <laughs> yeah. I just like, I, I, we, I work with actual dogs. Dogs that most people will not work with. So I'm not a social media dog trainer. In fact, I'm like, I know hundreds of people that have a larger social media presence than me. I'm not even a big person on social media. Next. Uh, Kristen, how can I deal with my very jealous Brittany? She's five years old and sometimes guards us from the puppy or gets very grouchy and snaps. So it's not jealous. Your dog's a resource guarder. She, she has reprimanded and bombed. Okay. Your dog is guarding you. I've got a video on the out command, out away from people. It's a free video. Watch that video. What you're doing is you're sending your dog away from you. Next. Um, Sean, thank you, Jeff, Joel, and company for all you do. Keep it going. I really love the energy you put out. Thank you so much. We're, you. we're, we're doubling down. That's so nice. Thank you so much. Kristen, thank you. I just want the puppies to begin training for their new homes. Too often than not, they end up in shelters when untrained. Right. So what you can do is you can start, I mean, the basics, start the basics, get them to sleep through the night. Number one, get them to sleep in separate crates. They can, they can be together during the day, but get, get them alone time and then just teach them their basic, you know, how to shut up from barking, how to shut up from whining. You can be making videos and all this stuff so you can pass the videos on to the new people that buy the dogs. Next. Um, Cactus Bee Crafts. Last question for tonight. My dog cries uncontrollably when my husband leaves the front gate. <clears throat> I've used prong on her upwards, but she keeps at it. Should I use bonker or e-collar? Thank you for your help. Yes. This is it. Okay. Again, it's not the tool. How do you stop a dog from whining when your husband leaves? By applying a proper punisher that will stop a behavior. Now, now you got to figure out which one it is. That, that That's as simple as it is. So how do I stop insert unwanted behavior here? through the proper application of a Punisher. Now, you've got to figure out which one works. 
Next. Where am I? Mike, I have an Australian shepherd who will continually bark at the mailman, people walking on the sidewalk, mm -hmm. people bike riding, mm -hmm. and anyone who comes to the door and mm -hmm. knocks, and he will also attack our other Aussie. Whoa, yep. please help. Yep, because your dog's in drive, and that's what they do. So your dog is redirecting its its arousal, and which is overexcitement, on the other dog. So a bonker, let the dog bark, say no, walk up, bonk the dog extremely, extremely firmly. A remote collar also works fantastic. No, then apply the remote collar. So that usually, we get dogs to stop that usually in about three seconds. Next. Diana, when a dog steals something from the table, for example, and then runs with it, how should I get it back? Does this with a remote control? So number one, you set the dog up to fail. A lot of people are like, why would we want to do that? Why? Because I live in reality. That's why. <laughs> Because I live with actual dogs that actually do stuff. Stuff that I want, stuff that I don't want. I actually work with clients that also do stuff. Stuff that they want, stuff that they don't want. So what do you do? You set the dog up to make a mistake just so you can teach it that was wrong. Everybody wants to keep their dogs in this sterile fucking environment. Keep them under threshold. Not expose them to the real world. It's like... Good luck with that. Good luck. It's going to fail on you. So what do you do? Put something on the table. Leave the room. Let your dog into that room. Have a remote collar on your dog. Wait until it puts its nose up. I got. I think I've got a counter surfing video. Correct that dog very, very firmly. Number one, it could die if it steals the wrong thing. Next. Kristen, so thank you so much for all you guys do. I appreciate your candor, Jeff. It's so nice to have someone who tells it like it is, keeps the snowflakes down, LOL. Thank you. Don't worry. I got a fucking 12 shovels in the back. Don't worry. We have lots of snowflakes. We get fucking snowstorms. This is the thing. It's like a lot of people, it's so funny because the thing you just complimented me about, that's what people hate about me. They hate it. They think I'm cocky and da, da, da. It's like, no, there's a difference between cockiness and confidence. I only talk about things that I've done hundreds and most likely thousands of times, and I've proven it over and over and over and over again. And I don't give a shit what the fucking papers say. All these supposable studies. Stu most studies are opinion pieces or like op-ed pieces from people that have never fucking done the work. They've never done the fucking work. Remote cowers will make your dogs worse. How do you fucking know? How many dogs have you trained on the remote collar before? None. I just heard it. Yeah, you know what? I heard a lot of things. Okay? I heard a lot of fucking things. What are you laughing at? Out of control. Come on. This is a professional, this is a professional show. Oh my god, okay. Um at least you're, smi at least you're smiling yeah, at least in this I'm podcast. Smiling the show. Okay. Before anybody fucking gives me shit. Some for it. some see you next Tuesday was like, um, I'm a PR marketing person. You really should smile more, Joelle. Like, it's like, fuck you. Smile the whole It's like show. it's like sorry that we're not like we don't have plastic smiles on our fucking faces. 
that was like actually a sort of serious show for us for once. Yeah, we could have been talking about something serious. You know what it was? Like, that was probably the first. And shit. Yeah, that's serious fucking shit, man. Shoving like, stuff. Shove, it can be serious. Shoving stuff up your ass. That's serious shit. So I think it was probably the first time we did this show from your house. And it just felt weird. We were just mellow. Yeah, we were mirrored. Yeah, mellow. I was just like, wow, okay. Yeah, people have to, like, this morning. It's like, I, you know what? I have laugh lines. Who's paying for my Botox that I have to go get on the 29th to fill my laugh line? I guess the company is. Right. It's like, that's why I try not to be, like, very expressional because this shit's expensive. Oh, that's the excuse? (laughs) That's the excuse. So, Joelle, why do you always look at me like you're, like, with resting bitch face? Because I'm trying to. Because I don't want to have to pay the fucking money. Yeah. Oh, is that the excuse now? All right. Next. Phil, GSD is dog reactive. Prong has not worked. She ignores the correction. What next? Bonker e-collar. Time. Better possible, better timing, Phil. Possible, better timing. Understand what loading is. Loading is the dog's all of a sudden change in breathing, body, thought process. We're not mind readers, but you know your dog pretty well. You're like... Um, you're about to you're about to explode. You want to go back even one step from that and correct then. And you also might be correcting too light. I would say most people that correct on a, a prong collar are at a negative one when they should be at a nine out of ten, if not a ten. Next, Joanne, what kind of remote prong collar do you recommend for an English bulldog? Do I keep the collar on at all times? How do I introduce it to her? No, you don't introduce her by saying, excuse me, just give the, give the, give the remote collar a name like Fred and say, Hey dog, this is Fred. That's a great way to do it. If you want to call it Mr. Fred to be formal, you can do that. If you want to call it Sir Fred, if you really want to be formal, you can knight the fucking collar and call it, you know, Knight Fred. So what I want you to do is when you, when you say all the time, no, you have to rotate the collar. You got to rotate the collar so they don't get pressure sores. And what you don't want to do is just do it when you're, quote unquote, training, because then the dog, the dog will get collar smart. Next. Um, okay, we already answered that one. David Smith. I already did the one from the UK, right? I don't know. GSC is reactive. Prong has not worked. Yes. Okay. David Smith, dog trainers train owners, and I'm finding the hardest thing to train is timing. I'm turning into a football coach. Damn it, you missed it. Run a lap. Correct. Get a whistle. Drop and give me 10. Timing is so hard. Timing is everything. Leash handling is everything. Yeah. If owners had better timing and better leash handling, they would would get better behaved dogs, even with the knowledge that they already had. Next. Um, Sean said, that's the energy I'm talking about. All right. You must have gone on a rant or something. Byron, where do I buy the best pup for protection? I have no idea. That's not in my wheelhouse. <laughs> I have no idea. I have no idea. I, I don't think any, I don't know if anybody knows. I don't know. I think also it's like most most dogs wash out of protection work. They wash out of protection work. But I would talk to a protection trainer. That's what I would do. Someone that breeds dogs for protection. That's what I would do. Next. David, Jeff really helped me with the timing from your vids after 20 years. I wish I knew you back then. I'm glad you fucking didn't. Oh my God. Poor David. Well. Garrett, struggling with three months GSD biting hard on occasion. Three months? Yeah. Oh my God. So if I had a three-month-old dog 
that was biting my probably play. It's, it's, it's definitely play. It's not aggression, not at three months. So you bonk the dog, say no, and then bonk. Bonk is a rolled up towel. Watch my video on that. You can also take your take your finger, stick it three months. It's only 12 weeks old. Stick your finger right right into its mouth and just push down on its tongue. Next. Sean said laugh lines are beautiful. They are beautiful. I beg to defer. I don't. Brandon got a beautiful face recently got a pit bull almost a year old I've only had him for two months mm -hmm. he does fine at the dog park as long as there are no puppies for some odd reason he has an he has an odd puppy aggression thoughts so ethically your dog should not be the dog park next Phil said thanks Jeff we'll try okay Pat yeah. Let us know next week, Phil. Well, Phil, if it doesn't work, it's possible that it's human error. It's possible. I only give out advice that works. Next. Pat, I don't see her loading fast enough. She explodes, and I know I'm too late to make the correction. So what you can do is, is you've got to pay attention to the dog. This is what you can also do. You ready? Some of the hate videos out there on me are what appears to be me bonking a dog doing nothing that's because the people are too fucking stupid to know what loading is that doesn't mean you're stupid pat but what i'm saying is this go to an area where there's dogs or find a friend with a dog put your dog into a sit next to you all right have the dog start walking your friend's dog start walking okay as soon as that dog starts staring no bonk next um, Patty, my ACD, Rennie, who you've worked with, has started three fights now with our senior lab mix. Otherwise, he's fairly sweet. What the fuck? This just started. He's 13 months. Okay. Well, 13 months has a lot to do with it. And then the lab mix being old has a lot to do with it. So what you need to do is what's the consequence been? What is the consequence been? So if I had a, if I had a dog that was attacking another dog in my house, the consequence would be extremely harsh, extremely harsh because it doesn't get better. It only gets worse. It gets worse because the dog is at that age. A three month old dog is at that age. And your older dog keeps getting older and weaker. The combination of the two, it's going to get worse. So what I would do is I would be prepared for it, set it up, keep your older dog safe. And at the thought of that dog even being aggressive, there would be a very harsh correction. You know, it seems like I'm talking a lot about harsh corrections tonight. Usually on most of my podcasts, I talk about corrections. It seems like I'm a little bit correction heavy tonight. But the reason why is because I'm sick and fucking tired of this canning coating bullshit that's going on out there where people think that they can stop bad behaviors, especially aggression, especially biting, especially nipping with some wonderful magic wand when all it takes is a very big inhibitor. That's the truth. That is the truth. Next. I was literally just wondering, I'm like, where the hell is Ashley? She just popped in, sliding in late. That's Love what she said. I'll catch the replay. Okay. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Thanks okay. for the top chat, Ashley. Okay. Dave, I'll make sure Jeff buys me a copy of it tomorrow. If there's, if, there's, if there's a problem with that, I would talk with Mike if he's sliding in late. Number one, tell him to fucking come to bed earlier. Next. Um, Kristen said, I love my laugh lines. I earned them along with these gray hairs. Damn right. <laughs> I know. I can't wait to get mine injected. 
<laughs> Shay Lioness. Van be out the wazoo. <laughs> to the for me to work on list, my dog plays with all dogs. Mom's pity princess pity will only play with her and ignores both mine and the other dogs. Is there a means to work on this? Why? As long as the dog's not fucking hurting the other dogs, why do you want the dog to play with the other dogs? Yeah. Why? Do, do you like? Did you play with every single kid that you went to school with? Sure, she's probably like, yeah, I did. And I'm like, okay, but I'm saying it's like, just just existing, just existing is fine. Just existing is fine. Some at one point I owned twelve dogs. Three of them played together. The other ones just sort of just like hung out. Every I taught every one of my dogs how to swim as a safety measure, but half of them actively swum and loved it. But the other ones knew how to swim because I had to teach them how to swim in case they like fell into the pool or they got into the water. But they didn't go swimming though. My other so, our dogs don't even really play with each other. Yeah, they exist with each they other. Just mingle. Yeah. Next. West pisses everybody off. <laughs> yes, he does. Uh, all right. Um, Lunelli, would I be setting my dog up to fail if I had her kennel in the kitchen with a bark collar on so that she can get corrected every time we go in and out of the house? Thank you for your help tonight. You guys are great. Sure. Absolutely. Next. Lindsay, catching y'all on Facebook. That dog I talked about in the Zoom call is doing great with the Martingale now. Nice. David Smith, I do know that good protection dog breeders have about a two-year waiting list and they get the hell out of you. They sell them to anyone, just FYI. Yeah, I mean... No, good ones don't. Good ones won't. They won't. They won't sell them to anybody. They're a liability. Yeah, they won't. And 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 this is it. People that specialize in protection, they they know how to pick out a good protection dog. And a buddy of mine's a Navy SEAL, and he went over to Europe to pick out dogs. And he saw a bunch of videos of the dogs beforehand. But when he got there and actually worked with the dog and tested the dog, he came back with no dogs. Next. Um, RC recently adopted a dog who stops and won't budge on the walk wearing a plastic prong collar. I can correct and get him to move forward, but it happens over and over in certain areas of the walk. Let me think. I am. I am You're getting ready to like, I am. I, did, I didn't Did say see a that? Did you guys see I that? Didn't, like, I didn't say a fucking thing. Um, no seeable distraction. What else works to get him to move forward? He'll just donkey stomp in the middle of the road. Give yourself a real prong collar. answer now. Thank you, ma'am. Give yourself a real prong collar. Stop with the plastic shit. All right? It's bad for the environment anyway. Next. Bill, dog reactive. Should I be correcting in a busy dog environment or only with one other dog? Start slow. Work your way up. Next. Uh, Ashley said better late than never. Mm -hmm. That's the fucking truth. Mm -hmm. Garrett, you gained a new subscriber. Going to look for your bonk video. Love the raw, uncut live stream. <laughs> Welcome, Garrett. Garrett, thank you for not. I'm glad we didn't scare him away. Yeah, we scare a lot of people away. I scare a lot of people away. Your laugh attracts them. I think I just like I just pop in here and there. I'm just like I'm just here for a good time. No, you're not. You're here because you're an important part of the fucking show. I've tried to do the show by myself. It didn't work. What? When you were traveling. You did it by yourself? I tried to one time. <laughs> oh, that was been weird. It was really um, weird. David said that was vet the hell out of you. What? Isn't that what I said? 
Maybe I said get. I can't really see right now. Sean, wow, great timing in that correction, LOL. What correction? What correction? Oh, oh I, I interrupted you. Interrupted I know. Me. I know when he's going to go off on a freaking tangent. So I was loading. Just like with your dog. You I was to cut the shit. I was loading. I stopped the behavior. Yeah, look, Sue, Jeff is loading. Good example for learning what to watch for. <laughs> <laughs> Remy, Jeff was loading and corrected. I didn't even realize I did it. It's just second nature. Cut the shit. I felt the energy escalate. It's second nature to shut. Tell me to shut up. That's for sure. It, it is. It's like, God. I, I knew you were gonna. I was like. He like took a breath of air. It's like, like. It's like I haven't argued with Jeff yet today. What can I do to just be mean to him? Let me, I'm going to set Jeff up just so I can fucking yell at him. Yeah, I set you up. I read a question. No, I'm not. Set yourself up. No, I'm not saying that. No, not on a show night, but any other time you often do that. And won't. Damn autocorrect. My post lost all me. David. <laughs> David. 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 You said the fucking complete opposite of what you meant to say. David. Just to let you know, I don't even fucking listen to your posts. Okay. <laughs> Next. Autocorrect. It's, it's, more, it's more like keto's fucking destroying your brain cells. <laughs> That's what it really is. That's what happens. Oh my god, so mean. Why did my IQ go down 10 points? What do you eat? I'm on that keto diet. That's why. Okay, okay. Georgie. I have a one and a half year old daughter. She reacts, but she's great training. I'm working on making her service dog. I just need to stop her dogs. <laughs> it's 7.30. I just need to stop her reactivity. It's 7.30. I don't understand a fucking thing you said. All right, guys, it's 7.30. No, answer it, though. What's she, the question? She, Say it normally. It's a, it's a service dog, but she has leash reactivity. Well, you have to wash her if you don't stop that. So... We're going to be doing a very extensive leech reactivity video series on for the academy. Um, leech reactivity, we've got videos on how to stop leech reactivity. They're free. They're on YouTube. I would suggest you do that next. Actually, no, it's time to go. David Smith, I cannot read any more of your stuff. How can, how can David get on so many? What is he doing? Typing question after question after question? What's he on? Fucking speed dial? What is he doing? Does he have like three assistants or something each asking questions? Oh my God. All right, guys, it's 7.30. The show is over. Time to go. I love you all. Okay. Thank you all so much. Everybody go to academy.sallycaninetraining.com. All right? Oh. Support us to pay for her fucking laugh line fixing. All right? This is why I need them. Right. Good night, honey. Oh, good night, everybody. Good night, Angelo. <sighs> I didn't want you guys to turn off the broadcast. Stop <laughs> sprinting out here. Anything you want to say? Have a good night, guys. Tell David Bye. Smith that the keto diet isn't good. Wait, what? <laughs> Tell David Smith, stop eating keto. Oh, David love you, Smith, David. stop eating keto. Okay, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> love you guys. Bye-bye. Good night.